Welcome to the Thriller Fiction Podcast, your source for gripping and twisty stories in a serialized format. And now, here's your host, Jim Heskett. Hey friend, how are you? I hope you're well. I'm Jim Heskett, and this is Season 2 of the Thriller Fiction Podcast. Welcome to it. I'm so glad you're here. Uh, We're going to get into it real quick, so let me just explain what's going on here. I'm going to read for you the entirety of my Lane Parish novella, Museum Attack, which is not available for sale anywhere in the world. The only way to get this book is, one, by listening to this podcast, or two, you can go to jimheskett.com forward slash free and download this book for free. All you have to do is give up your email address. And if you do that, you also get two other books for free. One is a sampler of um, several books, uh, the first few chapters of several books of mine. The other is an, an, a novel by uh, by me, of course. <laughs> it's a novel called Airbag Scars, and it is book zero in the Micah Reed series. And that book is also not available for sale anywhere in the world. It's an exclusive novel you can only get for joining my uh, reader group by giving up your email address. And when you join my reader group, I'm going to email you a couple times a month with like... Um, Uh, giveaways I'm running and when I release a new book I tell you about it or other cool stuff I'm doing anyway I'll stop uh, I'll stop trying to schmooze you so uh, that's jimheskett.com forward slash free if you want to get uh, three free books and if you want to enter I'm always running a giveaway so if you want to check out my giveaways that's at jimheskett.com forward slash contest so on season two of the show we're going to read museum attack it's a 19 chapters, so I'll probably do about one chapter per installment, per episode, and um, I'm excited and I'm ready to go, so let's get into it. Chapter 1 Lane Parrish glanced at Jasmine's hand as they crossed 13th Street, moving toward the complex of buildings constituting the Denver Art Museum. Her hand hung by her side limply, gliding as they walked. A small collection of gold bracelets on her wrist clinked as she moved. He told himself to slide his palm down her wrist and lace his fingers inside of hers. Then he told himself not to do it. They'd only met in real life a half hour ago, and even though he'd felt that tingle of chemistry, maybe hand-holding was a little too brash, too forward. He wasn't hip to the hand-holding etiquette of modern times. Since his daughter had been born, he wasn't much for dating at all. He felt like a silly teenager again, even though he was twice as old as one. Lane, you with me? Lane flicked his eyes up toward her face. Sorry, what? I asked about which exhibit we're going to see. You know what it is, right? Or are we going in blind? Song of Ice and Fire. You know, uh, Game of Thrones? Huh? Concept art for Game of Thrones set design. Mostly from the TV show, but some concept art based on the novels, too. Jasmine raised an eyebrow and pushed a chunk of clean and tidy dreadlocks out of her face. She tucked it behind her ear. You a big Game of Thrones fan? The eyebrow raise concerned him a little bit. They hadn't previously discussed the art exhibit. He stopped himself from mentioning that he could name most of the characters in the books, which numbered in the thousands. She didn't need to know those particular details. I mean, sure, he said, shrugging. Who's not a Game of Thrones fan? 
She hesitated a moment and then said, You're cute. She offered him a smile, and he couldn't tell if it was meant to be placating. He would have preferred cultured, or even settled for sexy, but cute would have to do. He still figured he had a decent chance of ending the afternoon with the promise of a second date. Any woman who didn't appreciate Game of Thrones wasn't someone he'd be interested in seeing again, anyway. At the edge of the museum campus, they passed underneath an art installation that loomed over them like a dozen sets of interlocking handcuffs, painted red and made from bronze or steel. Lane didn't know a thing about art, but he knew plenty about handcuffs. He'd slap them on wrists more than a time or two in his life. Which building, she said. Jasmine blinked at him, her brown eyes blanketed by smooth chocolate skin. This woman was beautiful. He tried not to stare and averted his eyes toward campus. To their left were the two main building structures, one a standard office one, the other the giant glass and metal thing like a cruise ship on dry land. A giant pointy bow cast a shadow over the courtyard's middle area. He only knew the name of the building they were looking for and had no idea what they'd find in the others. There, he said, pointing to the north building. Seven stories tall, the outside made to look like a castle with turrets and arrow slits for windows. A towering structure. Nice, she said. Have you been before? He hesitated. Admit to not being an art person or start off on the wrong foot by fibbing right away? Once, he said. But full disclosure, I am totally clueless about art. She grinned and inched closer to him. That's okay. I am too. She reached across and took his hand. He stared down for a second, her dark fingers interlaced with his light ones, butting up to the tattoos covering his arm. The red of her nail polish a stark contrast to both of their skin colors. Where's your daughter this morning? With her mom in Broomfield. It's her weekend. Must be nice to get a break from time to time. He shrugged. Sure, but I still miss her. Jasmine tilted her head toward the building. I'll bet. Game of Thrones concept art, huh? You can tell me all about it. As they set off toward the building, Lane said, Well, the first thing you need to know is about the novels versus the show, because... Before he could complete the sentence, a boom rocked the air, as if the sky had cracked open and rained thunder around them. The ground shook. Lane whipped his head up to see the bow of the museum spaceship thing shake, and then... Glass from the side sprang out like a garden hose erupting. Fire shot out of the hole after it, a great red tongue lashing at the blue sky. Thousands of glass shards fluttered through the air, hurtling toward the courtyard. Bits of metal followed, knifing the air on a descent to the ground below. For a moment, they both stood there. He had no idea what was going on, and neither did the few dozen people in the courtyard. Necks craned upward to see the chaos erupting above their heads. What? Jasmine said, what is this? He could barely hear her over the sound of the glass ejecting from the building. The side of it appeared to ripple as the damage spread out like a wave. Windows cracked and then shattered. We have to move, he said. Their hands were still clenched and he pulled her close, clasping her hand to his ribcage. Now, go! He broke out into a run, tugging Jasmine along with him. Another explosion erupted from somewhere, but Lane couldn't spot the origin. Glass rained down on the brick walkway around them. A few pieces thumped him on the scalp, felt more crunch underneath his tennis shoes. The other people in the courtyard came to their senses, fleeing in every direction at once like ants trying to escape the path of a magnifying glass death ray. He held onto Jasmine's hand and raced as fast as possible toward the north building. His feet barely touched the ground as he sprinted. 
She kept up with him, her purse flapping around her body. The glass entrance of the north building invited them, a safe space where debris couldn't rain down from above. When they reached it, he flung back the door and pushed her inside. He jumped in after, bits of glass and tiny metal shrapnel pouring from his hair down onto his broad shoulders. And then, three more explosions rocked the other building, and it began a systematic crumbling, sending fire and metal and glass in a dozen different directions. Alright, that is chapter one of Museum Attack. Um... So this episode is going to be short and sweet, as all of these episodes are going to be short and sweet because the chapters in this uh, little thriller novella are all very short. They're not going to be any more than 10 or 15 minutes long apiece. Uh, so I'll put, be putting these out rapidly so you guys can get your Lane Parish fix ASAP. Let me just remind you, if you go to jimheskett.com forward slash free, you can get this, an ebook version of this novella plus a novel and a sampler uh, platter, all for free. Uh, and all those things are exclusive, except for the sampler platter. But the this novella and the novel are exclusive. You can't buy them anywhere. Also go to jimheskett.com forward slash contest if you're interested in entering a contest to get free stuff. And uh, so that's all I have to say for this episode. Uh, thank you guys so much for tuning in and coming on this ride with me. And I hope you have yourselves a fantastic day. Take it easy. That's it for this episode of the Thriller Fiction Podcast. Thanks for tuning in. Don't forget to rate and review the show on iTunes and visit jimheskett.com for more info and free thriller books.